0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living.
1: Just wanted to um, thank all of our listeners and our new, you know, uh, new listeners for tuning in. Um, just wanted to let you all know that uh, this podcast would not be uh, what it is um, without you, and so. From the bottom of our hearts, myself and um, Pete, want to thank you uh, just for tuning in um, on a regular basis. Um, Before we begin this um, new episode, I know that this upcoming weekend is a really um, special weekend. Although me personally, I I believe that, uh, you know, uh, every day is, you know, is Mother's Day. Um, But again, I wanted to just acknowledge how um, important it is to, cherish um, the women in our lives, our moms and mothers in general and women and um, all that you do to contribute um, in this world. Um, This world wouldn't be what it is without um, your help and and, and all that you do. And so thank you, Uh, thank you. So today's episode uh, is entitled a woman's perspective. Um, for the last couple of weeks, uh, myself and Pete, we sort of addressed uh, concerns and challenges from a man's perspective and um, how many of us either deal or not necessarily deal with uh, the challenges that, that, that come up. And oftentimes when um, depression, anxiety, um, any of these um, ailments or mental um, issues arise, we tend to, as men, um, stray away or avoid even that topic. Um, being, you know, for a man to necessarily speak about the issues that we have, it's also it's almost like a taboo in in, in many of our communities because we're always we're, all, we're always taught that men should um, uh, be men, you know, hide it, uh, you know, uh, be a man, uh, put it to the side. Uh, we don't have to necessarily share our feelings, um, but the issue that comes up again is when we don't do that, um, so many different actions or, 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 or uh, behaviors begin to develop and um, oftentimes it's not for the best. And so while we had the opportunity of speaking from our perspective, myself and Pete, we said, you know what, it'd be good to hear from, a, from our women, from, from, from a woman's perspective and, and, and how um, do you deal with the daily um, stresses of life? And um, tonight's episode, we actually had the opportunity of having a few guests, um, women um, that um, would share um, some of the um, experiences as women or their own experience um, in regards to the stresses of life and um, how has life treated um them as a whole, um, and so without further ado, we have our three guests tonight, uh, Miss Lindia, Mrs. Chana, and Mrs. Candace. On, um, again, ladies, thank you for joining us.
2: Thank um, you for having us. Thank you.
1: Yes, Pete and I are truly blessed to have you all here. We know that, um, uh, with the three of you, you will definitely share, uh, you know a different perspective, of course, areas that we as men can't necessarily talk about. And so, um, um, thank you. Pete, what would you like to share? What is there anything you'd like to say?
0: Well, I mean, I wanna really start by handing it to the ladies uh, because, you know, I don't wanna make it too much about us because they've heard our opinion already. Now, granted, we'll ask a few questions to really, uh, hopefully they're not triggers or stressors, but. Uh, uh, I'd like to, to ask just a couple of questions as to you know in, you know we can go around and you know just talking about it just to hear uh, what you guys have to say. Now I know everyone has different lifestyle and everyone's lifestyle can bring stress or relieve stress. Um, in your perspective, uh, ladies, uh, what would you say is your biggest stressor in life as you go? <laughs> You know what before even answering this question right let
1: let let's, let's let's ask this question for one how do you know how do you know when you're stressed how about let's start off with that if if there is you know how do you know when you're stressed well at work at home when do you know that you're stressed
3: i'm an introvert so or slightly and so sometimes I don't really ever even show it, but like my skin will break out, you know, like I may go for a run and like I trip and it's like things out of nowhere because I'm like just holding in things, It's it kind of manifests itself like in another way if I don't say it or express it or nobody knows so that I know like, okay, well, my skin's breaking out, you know, I'm not dealing with this or like I'm putting something on the back burner but I know it's I know it's there. Like if somebody like one time somebody died, and I was like in school, so I was just like, I don't really have time to deal with this. But like my skin broke out, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like finals,
2: somebody died, and I'm like, okay, I'm stressed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm I'm bored. I'm both. I'm an introverted extrovert. Okay, so my skin will break out as well, but also like I'll get. Um, I already have like, um, heart issues as it is. So I'll get more heart palpitations, or um, I'll realize I'm a little, like, my mind is cloudy, a little foggy, um, and shorter, because I have, you know, work life and home life. So when I realize I'm getting shorter at home, like, with my family, um, with answers, or not being as animated and vocal, then I know, like, I'm stressed and it's coming out. And typically my husband can see that too, Mm. typically. Um, For me,
4: I was never one to really deal with stress. Like I have a best friend and she used to always seem like growing up, she would be stressed out about things. But it it wasn't until I had my daughter in 2017 when I started to... um, stress when it was time for me to transition back to work from maternity leave Mm -hmm. uh, because we bought our business and then I was transitioning back to work and then I was a new mom and so for me as the other women stated my my body started to um, Mm -hmm. do things that I wasn't used to like I was outside of lack of sleep when she started sleeping through the night I still couldn't sleep Mm -hmm. Um, I would, I would be up. um, I started to get hot flashes. My memories started to fade. I couldn't remember, you know, like uh, basic things. Um, Reproductively, uh, my hormones shifted and changed and my hair was shedding. Like I had a lot going on. Um, And it was, it was, it was just a culmination of stress and just constantly being in transition from, having a baby, then buying a business then going back to work and still, you know, not never getting a sense of, you know, after you have children and especially ladies, like that is your new normal. And you have to wrap your mind around just the constant giving that you have to do um, with not just only with your children, but with your husband. And then if you have a career and then it's like, you're always last and um and i wasn't eating like i needed to be so yeah i just had a lot going on and so my body it just shut down um on me and that's how i just went to the doctors got my levels checked and everything was askew and i was like oh my god like this is stress like this this is what it, it just has. To, it just has to be stress so for me that's how i um now i know okay I have to get rest. Like, so my husband and I have had that conversation, like after two days of being on we just had another baby after two days of being up with the baby two nights, I have to get um, rest because I, you know, it's just a thing for me that um, a lot of things I know that I'm getting older, they start to take a different turn. And yeah, it's, it's not cute on this side. (laughs)
2: I remember those days, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot, right? Yes, yes, yes. And that that you you brought me back to just constantly giving. And it's not just the babies. It's your husband, like you say, your career. And you just don't feel like your body's your own anymore. And then, yeah, it's a lot. But there's a light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs)
0: So when when that happens, let's say you start, you start breaking out, you start, then uh, you're not sleeping, you're getting short and things like that. How do you deal with it then? Because you now know that you're stressed. How Mm -hmm. do you deal with it?
2: For one, for me, I am an outside person. So normally I know I have to get outside. It's a little tougher in the um, winter. Um, So I'll, you know, go to the gym or whatever. And it was, you know. COVID was good because I got a lot of workout in, but I have to get outside. So I'll go to the mountain or I just have to run. And that helps to bring it down. And music, for me, music, dancing, and running outside. For me, um, I
4: have to get rest and adequate rest. Um, I have to, and I have to eat properly and take Mm -hmm. all of my... um, my vitamins and minerals and things like that, and for and so for me, it just comes down to just making sure that I'm feeding my body with mm-hmm. food and with rest, and I can handle anything if I am well fed and well rested. If those two things are not aligned, then I am all over the place, <laughs> and anybody can get it at that point
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um
4: I think
3: that thing that's stressing me out has to get resolved. Like if it lingers, then it's just, you know, it's just something that's gonna keep coming back that I'm probably avoiding or is just like, you need to do something, you know, do something about it. So that thing might be either running or watching a movie and crying so you can get it out. You know, like some, if you're not a crier, you have to do something to make those emotions come out. You know. And um, yeah, just just being able to do something to resolve that problem or like releasing that energy. Yeah.
1: yeah. So one of the things that I've noticed for, for, for all three of you, which is fascinating, is knowing, okay, this is what some of the issues are. You'll, you start realizing the physical aspects, not being afraid to say, hey, I know something is wrong because X, Y, Z. And then now that I know what the issue is, I need to address it, I have a plan. It's almost like there's a plan set in place, either going outside, resting, you know, um, doing the different things that would help. Like you said, trying to find something to resolve uh, um, what that stressor is. So the next question that I have is now that you know this, is this something that, you know, is it taught? Is it something that just comes naturally um, to address these issues? If they're stressed, So that's the question I have for for all three of you, because again, you know, from a male's perspective, oftentimes we just, we don't talk about, you know, and then we build up. We may may not get some of those physical concerns, or even if we did, we ignore it. We don't get it checked out. Like you said, check your levels, unless someone tells us, hey, was the last time you went, you know, was the last time you went in to get blood work or see a doctor? Oftentimes us as men don't necessarily like to do those things unless it's, I know, sad to say life or death, you know,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, when you're really down and you're like, oh, let me just go. So again, for, for for you ladies and for the ladies that you know that are in your lives, is that something that comes naturally?
4: Um, I think, you know, I, I don't know about you two ladies, but I know Edson and Peterson are Haitian. And I guess I could consider, I guess I could be kind of Haitian considering I'm from New Orleans. (laughs) (laughs) I'm honorary Haitian too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but I don't think, I I preface that because all of us are melanated. Mm. And I often think that to answer Essence's questions for me and those that I know who come from the same community as I, not necessarily the same culture, but we all share the same uh, melanin just on a different shaded spectrum. I don't think that how to handle stress is something that is taught. It should be taught. So I think growing up for me, now that I am older, I am wiser. I've had conversations with my parents and I'm now married and I have children I've realized that a lot of things that my parents were stressed about were um represented in a way it may be anger or short-tempered or it was just handled in a way because they didn't know how to manage and stay ahead of in a and locate themselves and it was something for me that had to be taught because as i matured and i grew up and i came into my womanhood i was able to say okay i'm mad about something that or i'm frustrated or i'm stressed but i didn't necessarily know how to navigate the waters to relieve myself and do something about the emotion and about the feeling so um, I would say for me personally, stress management was something that was taught um, because first um, you have to know what the issue is and then you have to have, in my opinion, healthy techniques to um, navigate through <laughs> the situation and then have a plan in place on how to rectify and move forward. And that way, if things arise again, you know, okay, this is a trigger. It can cause this certain outcome. This is how I stay on top of it. And this is how I know how to move. Um, But, and that's something that I had to learn how to do that had to be taught through someone teaching me how to A, get in touch with the way I'm feeling, B, talk about these feelings, C, let's figure out how to move through them in d now that we figured it out we can put a plan in place so again like i said when it happens again we know how to move next time and now i can teach those techniques to my own children um because those things unfortunately and no if, you know um unbeknownst to my parents weren't taught to me I just kind of grew up in the, you know you kind of forge ahead you get kind of cussed out you get a spanking you get you know you get the stress turns into anger not necessarily managing and dealing and healing from that
2: (laughs) all right well for um for me I think um I may have not had the words for it, but I think I've always been from an early age, I've been in tune with my body and my feelings. Always been that way. Um, but being an athlete from a young age, I've always had access to stress relief and didn't didn't know it. but that's what I was doing, playing basketball, running track, um, you know, all of that volleyball, all of that. So when I was younger, I used to just go for runs in the neighborhood whenever I felt uncomfortable or uneasy in my body. So I learned when I got maybe high school, that's what I was doing. Like if I feel stressed, let me go for a run. So thankfully I had that, but I also had um, a little bit of that modeled for me. I think a lot of it personally for each individual person, it is a process, it is a learning curve, learning experience. Um, But um, for me, I was able to, I, you know, I grew up the same way, you know, not getting cussed out, but you know, getting popped, like who you talking to? Mm. But when I hit a certain age, I don't know what happened to my mom. I think she read a book, but I said, mom, I just want to talk to you about something that's bothering me. And I tried to do it real respectful. And I said, and she was like, well, what is it? And I was like, oh, okay. All right. So from then I learned how to communicate my feelings when I'm feeling something inside. So then that taught me healthy communication. So she kind of helped change that a little bit. And then she taught me how to take baths when you, when you're stressed out or when you, when you just need a moment and light candles and things like that. So some of that was modeled for me and I'm thankful for it. But as I got older and married kids, you know, just life in general, I had to relearn like with my husband how to advocate for myself. Um because I would drown first um mm-hmm. before asking for help or saying that I, you know, I'm stressed that I'm overwhelmed, you know, until something dre- like I completely shut down in my body. Um, <clears throat> so learning like, hey, yo, I need help. I need a nap. I need a minute. I need to go for a run. You got to watch the kids. Like just being able to advocate for myself was a process because I f- did not feel almost worthy or like that it was my place like I'm, I'm a woman I'm a mom I'm, I'm supposed to be able to handle all these things but then I learned no I'm human and if I don't I can't pour from an empty cup so I have to learn how to feed myself as well make sure I'm the best that I am for my family as well for my job all that um so I that was a process for me to learn how to advocate for myself when I'm stressed and need relief but it's just a process still is still learning mm-hmm. I think and Chana, you could
3: probably help me out with that one because Chana knows me so well and you've seen my stressful moments and how I can learn. Laugh. So, <laughs> so I I, you know, I I hold it in for a long time until it's not like bearable anymore. And then I will just and, and the way I've learned to, you know, address it, I can't say I think has been from experience, you know, like um not letting it get that far. So trying to address things in a timely manner was I taught that growing up in a household, they tell you go to Jesus, (laughs) you know, Haitian household, go pray about it, go to Jesus. You never really talk to someone about it. So it's kind of like, okay, um, I've learned to, I guess, get some self I've taught myself through different avenues, you know, you got motivational speakers and best friends Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So you kind of um, pick up how to um, get some belief in yourself and just how to bring yourself back to, you know, centered or where you're supposed to be or how to get out of certain situations. Like if I don't like where I am, I'm going to leave or move, (laughs) you know, like I'm not going to stay there. And it's something that you know, you've been taught, like, you know, you got to go through it and deal with it, which you do sometimes, but other times you don't have to put yourself through that. So that's yeah. something growing up I've kind of grown into. So um that's just how, I don't know if that was taught, Is just how I've
2: grown in life, you know. And just like what you said, Lindy, Lindy and I like when we have our stressful, stressful moments, we get on the phone and we're like, girl, let me tell you what happened today, girl. You I just did it. I actually just did it. I was like, listen, come get me. Come get me next week because I don't know. So also being able to have somebody in your corner that will be a sounding board for you, um, I think it's very important and
1: helps. I think One thing that, that all three of you said was, was powerful is to the point of, Pete, you know, you can you know, see here and there, you know, any of you can respond is that self-reflection too of realizing, hey, when something isn't right, having someone that either can help me uh, deal with the situation, me acknowledging that there's something that's going on and I need to address it right away before it gets out of sync or, or I just get out of, uh, um, out of whack. Um, but the most powerful thing, too, is like you said, realizing, okay, what do I need to do to improve? What do I need to do to ascertain whatever that caused? cause because of course, you know, we can't only deal with the symptom, but you have to deal with the cause. And so to me, it just seems as if for you ladies, just hearing from what you're saying, um, it's easier than to say, okay, I know that there's a problem. So we need to find out what's the cause, whatever it is, you know, whether it's like you said, music, speaking to someone having someone tell me, okay, this is an issue. And then also having either family members or someone that you can reach out to. Because I think for us as men, oftentimes we don't like to do that, Pete, right? We don't like to call and say, hey, men have a problem. I think now there are, are, there are different outlets for men where, you know, there, there are opportunities or even you may have good friends um, or someone to tell you, hey, uh, X, Y, Z. You know, you're not your same. You're not the same. What, what, what's going on? And even then, sometimes we're like, oh, uh, I don't know. And I think for us as men, it's we're, we're more afraid of the vulnerability, mm-hmm. being open, because we're afraid, if I share all of this, what does that look like, what does that mean? You yeah. know, um, how, I also, will I, how will I be perceived, you know? But I, also, for women, mm-hmm. I
3: also think it's important to have those people around you that will call it out, cut and dry. You know, like if you weren't taught, so if you're you're sitting there acting a certain way, it's good to have that friend, you know, in your life that's like you're a jerk, <laughs> you know, like or you're being a jerk, and you're you know you might be taken back and be like, how dare you judge me? But they're right, you know. So yeah.
0: <laughs> you're right. Is it is it judging though? If your friend is telling you 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 know you being a jerk when <laughs> in fact you're <I> right. <laughs> And I mean, feel that way. <laughs> it, it, well, yeah, I guess you may feel that way, but you know, I mean, do you do you ladies feel that way? Do you feel like okay when your friend is telling you, uh, yeah, you probably shouldn't have done that, or should have talked like this, or should have done something that probably is gonna cause more stress in your life, but you trying to you know really cover it up with other facades? Do you feel that they're judging you, or or do you don't you, do you not feel any judgment? Is that why you so freely? I mean, is, it, is that why it's so easy for you to talk to each other and really express yourself so that it doesn't really, you know, so it helps a lot faster than a guy would just holds it in and wait for it to really pop a nose out. I mean, uh, an ear out and then are like, okay, fine, fine. I'll deal with it.
3: I think it depends who it's coming from sometimes. When, how, mm-hmm. and how. So it's kind of like, if, if it's a family member, you might be like, mouth off like how dare you and if it's like your best friend you're like oh my gosh like if your best friend sees it <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and you know it so your family member is now right you know so it's good sometimes when you have that outside person that's not around you all the time telling you realizing something that maybe other people close to you have realized for a long time but you never listened to
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Or and so then,
2: like, like you said, the way in which you communicate, because like Lindy and I, we're honest with each other, but we, we never called each other. You're being a jerk. We use very nice terms like, "yo," I don't think, yo, li- listen, listen to his perspective. What if, what if, you know, and then you're like, maybe I did overreact. Like, she'll tell me, I, I think you're being a little extra. I think you, you did a little too much there, but <laughs> it's done out of love. And so I think that creates a safe space um, to have somebody you can talk to and you feel more free, more open to communicate those areas in your life when you have a safe place to go. Not somebody like constantly going at you or judging you or harshly, you know, harsh words.
4: Um, for me, I'm, I'm in my mid-30s now and I've been working on myself for a long time. and I don't have a lot of friends that I feel that I can go to them and say, Hey, this is my perception of how you're showing up in the world. I'm an open door. Edson and I are really good friends. We have a really good, you know, relationship. Like we can talk. Um, And I feel like I'm a really good person to talk to Edson, like to, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, like as far as a um, being able to share, like, like, this is what i'm seeing this is what i'm feeling and getting from you and i'm and i'm, and I'm assuming that you're transporting the same energy out into the world um and so i said all that to say i have one edson is one two about four good friends that we can have and two of them being male um really remove your skin this is who I'm seeing your soul and this is how you're behaving this is how you're and 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 it's no offense ever and it's mutual Um, if any of my friends any of my family came to me and said hey Candace, this is how this is what I'm getting from you I want to know let me know so I, I can we can talk about it because maybe I'm showing up a certain way because maybe I'm protecting myself, you know, but just so there can be a conversation so that the other person can know, hey, this is why Candace is, because I'm always on top of me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like no one can come to me and tell me a way that I know now at 35, I'm always aware of how I'm showing up in the world. So if I'm giving you something, it's purposeful. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm showing up and I'm responding and I'm interacting with you in a certain kind of way, it's, it's because... That's the way I'm choosing to move with you. And if there is a conversation that needs to be had, I'm always open because I'm always presenting myself exactly how I want to be presented. And if I do allow myself to come out of myself, there's never a reason why I can't be like, you know what, Channa, I apologize for that.
1: Yeah, just to piggyback on what Candice is saying, um, I think it's so important, as you saying, you know, she mentioned about knowing your purpose and, and, and knowing who you are, what you bring to the table, what you bring into life. Um, And she said, um, it is important to have um, people in your corner uh, that will tell you, that are genuine and will tell you the truth about yourself. Or even um, if they're doing something that you may feel as if it's uh, a little off or you just have some concerns, you're able to share that um, without um, that person having any doubts or um, having any um. Um, feelings of, of negative, negativity, or even saying, out, oh, why, you know, in what direction and what, why is it that you're saying this? Because oftentimes people may say, well, you're envious or you have some grudge. You don't want to see me succeed. You don't want to see me do well. Um, but when you have those people that you gen- genuinely um, believe in, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I'll give you an example, just like Candace said, you know, knowing like if, if someone, Pete's done that too. Like they'll say, they'll just say, uh, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but you need to, like, 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 you need to exercise it. You know, Chan has done that too. You know, I, I've met Chan, I've known her for almost a year now, and sometimes she's like, "What's wrong with you? You're not yourself." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm good." But it's funny because I don't say it's not. In a sense, it just gives me a different. Uh, it's, it's a different line, a different light of how women can address certain things and say it where us as men right. we don't. You see what I'm saying? Like, so mm. even if you're stressed, women can say, You're not yourself. What's going on? And us as men, unless someone tells us, we don't even think about it. We're like, um, we just, mm-hmm. okay, like, if something happens, just keep moving. You could be dying <laughs> in pain. Unless it's a and a lot of
2: our people do. A lot of our men do. Just yeah. drop dead because they don't just keep forging ahead.
1: Yeah. And so, so this topic is to me it's important because just to hear for women, even though you have a lot on your plate, a lot on uh, to deal with, and even with stress, you're still able to address. Okay, this is some of the reasons. This is some of the things that I need to deal with. Whereas us as men, we we don't deal with stress well. We don't deal with anxiety well. We don't know I how to. Some
2: of that's changing though, which is good. I think us as millennials have kind of been doing our research. We're trying to do things in a mm-hmm. different way and open up communication. You hear the term self-care everywhere now. Um, how to go inside of yourself and be t- in-, in tune with your body. Um, even with vegan, vegetarianism, um, pescater- like all of that, it's, and especially now with the internet, you know, everybody has access to, oh, wow, I can do things differently. Oh, I feel like this. Okay, maybe I should change the way I eat or get some sun, things like that. And even learning like, wow, I do feel empty and it's not okay for me to just keep going and drive myself into the ground, into an early grave, like I can stop, I can take a moment, like giving yourself permission to do that. I think we have a lot of access and we're doing things differently. And hopefully our children will do things even better, um, having more information and stuff like that. But I think y'all are talking more like y'all, um, I heard about, what. what is the name of that podcast or group, that dad group?
1: Dear Fathers?
2: Yes. Even, even that, you know, having men come together as fathers, you know, I'm, I, I think there's a change coming. I could mm. be wrong, but I, I, I see a difference as far as you guys, men, black men, being able to communicate
1: more. So, so speaking of that. that, oh,
0: sorry, go Pete. Oh yeah, I was just gonna um, uh, uh, support what she just said. There's definitely yeah. more, I mean, even in therapy now, you can see more men are really stepping yeah. up, knowing that they're going through something, even if they keep it for, you know, from their spouse in the beginning. Mm-hmm uh mm-hmm. you know they try to get that help and then they you know when you when, when you know when they get deep into therapy you you know sort of advise them to bring the spouse into the you know into the conversation so, so that they can both be on the same page and help yeah. each other because after therapy all you have is your spouse or whoever you have in your corner that's really that's who true. You so if, you know if you know there is a change we just hoping that you know, we don't lose too many before the change really take effect. Because right now it's just a few people who are searching for the, uh, for the help or you know, just looking at the possibilities. So you know, it's always good to, to see the changes. Now I know, um, you know women are very open. And, you know, if you look, at, you look at your list of uh, people who really walk through my door as far as uh, you know, who needs the extra help, most of them are women or most of them who are dragging the husband or dragging, you know, <laughs> just brother. like church. church. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the thing is, we know how effective women can be, and we're hoping that, you know, we have a large number of people who are listening to this because we need them to really get the guys through the door or to yeah. you know, guys can make their own decisions. That's true. But, you know, they're more effective doing it for themselves. But when they're doing it for the family, they do need the the, the uh, someone else's support, someone else to really uh, help with the soundboarding. And, and and that's how you get good partnership, good you know, relationship. And you know, I've always I've always believed that we everybody, everybody know that communication is the best way to really get things going, but only a third of the population actually know how to communicate. So that that means you know, the rest of them they just want you know, go about the yeah. they gotta do. Yeah. And that can create a lot of chaos. know so yes. I know we're, you know, we're pushing the time. I wanna ask you guys one, at least one last question, at least for myself, I don't know if Edson have one as well. Mm-hmm. What would you say to our audience? Cause it really is about the audience and I'm sure they're enjoying the, this conversation, especially listening to you from you ladies. Um, what would you say to them when, when it comes to, because, you know, they can say, okay, I'm, I talked to people already. How can you get, uh, how can they feel more open to really deal with some of the stress? What would you say is your favorite thing? I mean, I know you mentioned earlier, but what advice would you give them to really help our audience to really get on board and to relieve some of the stress that they have? on I would
3: say, yeah, I have this thing, like, it could be worse (laughs) you don't like it I think I don't think it's as bad as you think you got to think about how fortunate you are especially if you live in America or a western country 80% of the world lives under the poverty rate in America you're above that 80% most likely you know if you go to other countries what you consider you know welfare here is upper middle class so you know they're just count how fortunate you are like for real (laughs) and um you know some things you don't want to go through but sometimes you go through it and you're able to help someone else because you've been through that even though it might have stressed you out or whatever Mm -hmm. so I I say you know count your blessings and I think spirituality plays a big part in it Mm -hmm. so when you say not me but you you really mean, like, you sometimes can't deal with everything. You're not, you're gonna have to dig deeper or something else is gonna have to intervene because you're not gonna do great.
2: <laughs> but, you know, so that that's what I would say to people. Yeah, And to piggyback off of what you said, Lindy, um, I agree because that, that's one thing I do. Um, you, you just find the little things, like I am thankful for just the breath in my body. Mm. I'm thankful that I have sight I can use both of my hands, my arms. That's what I tell my kids every day, like not every day, but when they start showing signs of ungratefulness, like you have so much to be thankful for. So just even changing your perspective. Yeah, maybe going through right now, but I I still have breath in my body. Tomorrow's a new day. Um, I can make a difference right now. I can make a change right now and just take a moment. Um, So that that helps me and kind of changes your perspective. also self-talk positive self-talk um but sometimes you have to get research that and get information so when those negative thoughts start coming in your mind saying something the opposite like no I can overcome no I I am okay I am safe I have what I need just changing your mindset and 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 um that self-talk because that can bring you down as well but um and then being in tune with your body but that that's through taking and being able to take those moments and like, okay, something doesn't feel right. Let me examine why. Um, But allowing yourself permission to take a moment in those stressors and in those days when it may be overwhelming, just take a moment, give yourself permission. It is okay.
0: A lot of us, both men and women tend to take time for granted and we're going through something we ignore it and push until things get worse. So hopefully the audience uh, really take this information to heart and, you know, enjoy mm-hmm. this conversation and, you know, and come back for for another episode as, as much as we, we you know, we, we're on the air. We'll always try to see if we can talk about these things that really help improve your life. Uh, before we end, Ed, did you want to um, point out anything to the audience?
1: No, definitely want to, of course, you know, thank you, Lydia, um Chana, and uh, Candice for coming on. Um, but the key to me that I've heard um, throughout, the, uh, throughout this episode was in regards to self-reflection, you know, finding someone that can help, you know, finding the thing that can help you um, deal with the stressors, not being afraid to um, uh, look it in the eyes and, and face it and deal with it rather than hiding it in. Um, as China said earlier, um, the good thing is with um, the internet and with technology, so much more men now are being more open to finding ways to help each other, whereas we didn't have that support before, so that's more uh, 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 out and, and, and more up, you know, out there. So it's important for us as men to, to take those up. You know, I I see from you know from hearing from you you ladies and others, it's easier to for for women to find different communities or different things to help grow. You know, us as men, we like to we like a regiment, like we like routine. That's the truth. We like routine. We don't like change as much. And so sometimes maybe change is needed in order for us to for in order for us to to grow. It's
0: six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is some of the changes we 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 you know we are afraid of is really the ones about ourselves as opposed to about anything else would you know change the house buy this by that you know it would be okay with you mm. they say you know check your attitude that then it becomes more offensive than anything else but yeah and as you said we're That's an another episode
1: like, that's another <laughs> episode. That's another episode
0: yeah <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, hopefully, we'll be able to bring you guys again because, you know, sometimes Please. the audience asks for it and you got to give them what they want, right? But um, I
2: enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad. Hopefully, the audience enjoyed it just as well. And as usual, I want to remind everybody you are remarkably made. I'm remarkably made. We're all remarkably made.
1: And therefore, it's worth living.